What is up, everybody? Welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I'm so excited to connect with you this morning. You know I'm excited when I start seeing talking. <laughs> How are you guys doing? How are you? I'm sending you guys all so much love. You know, that's a big part of this podcast is being able to create joy in your life. And how do we do that? We look at all parts of ourselves. We learn how to befriend all parts of ourselves. That's the journey of self-love. Any areas of our life that we are creating shame around, that we are creating a story around, right? Because we are really good at creating stories about things. And we can be able to create multiple different stories about the same exact situation. It's kind of like, you know, the, if you have a conversation with a family member and you guys are talking about a memory in the past and they remember the details that you don't remember at all and you remember the details that they don't remember at all and it just becomes this fun conversation. Like that's, or, or it's not a fun conversation, depends on the topic. <laughs> but that's an example of we all have a different story and perspective of how we look at things. So... Um, something that I wanted to share as the message today is this whole concept of, you know, overcoming your fear, beating your fear. Um, for me, it, it didn't really ever resonate of like become fearless because I always felt like this unattainable thing. Um, for me personally, I'm just going to share with you guys every step of creating this business, every step of putting myself out there, there has been a dance with fear. Okay. I've never been above it or beyond it, it's been, okay, this is making me nervous. This is like, oh my God, I am feeling a sense of hesitation here because I'm about to put myself out there. But what eventually starts to happen is the desire for what it is, excuse me, the desire for what it is that you are doing becomes greater than the fear for what you're potentially losing. Damn, I like that. That even like kind of rhymes. Uh, the desire for what you are doing becomes greater than the fear of what you potentially are losing, right? Um, and so the way that I look at it, instead of trying to like beat or kill or destroy this part of me, you know, very destructive words, for me, it doesn't ever resonate because uh, why would I want to kill off a part of myself? That part of myself has kept me safe in a lot of situations. And that part of myself is only fearful because she's afraid. So let's think about it like this. If we were to have a little child around us and she was freaking out because she didn't want to go to the first day of school because she was afraid her outfit wasn't cute enough. She was afraid she might not have any friends. She was afraid that she might not be able to do the schoolwork. She's just filled with anxiety and fear. You wouldn't tell, you wouldn't tell her like, you got to get over this shit. Let's go. You know, I mean, maybe someone in your life did talk to you like that when you were younger, but the way that we would handle it, like as loving, empathetic, nurturing women is, oh, honey, they're going to love you and you get to love you and your hair looks great. And so does your outfit and you're enough, right? We would soothe and comfort and, and try to infuse confidence into that little girl. And so what I want to speak on today is befriending your fear getting to know that part of you that is afraid because the only reason you feel afraid is because part of you feels like there's something that needs to be protected and there's a part of you that maybe doesn't feel safe. Um, and so instead of trying to beat it, how do we befriend it? So for me, I, I use journaling as a practice because when I put pen to paper, something different happens. Um, 
because I can only I can only do so much with thinking, right? It's chaotic when I'm trying to process it just with my thoughts. I need to put it on paper. And so I will be very honest with myself of like, what are you feeling right now? What are you afraid of? And I imagine like a different version of me talking to that version. Like I like to personify the fear, like that version of me that is afraid. She's a worry wart. She also is kind of cocky. She wants to do it without having a lot of work, but she also can be like the procrastinator inside of me, right? And procrastination is just fear. It's fear of perfectionism. It's fear of, of it being too hard, fear of, there's so many different fears. And that we'll talk about that on a different episode with procrastination. Um, but I like to open up the journal and be like, okay, what's going on? And being fucking honest with myself. Guys, if we can't be honest with ourselves, we probably aren't being honest with the people in our life. And so one of that first steps is like giving yourself the affirmation. It is safe to feel anything I'm feeling. There's nothing wrong with feeling it. If you're feeling fearful of something, well, guess what? You've just approached the, the, the line of your comfort zone. That is something to be celebrated. It's like, oh, I feel really uncomfortable right now. You know, and so when you notice yourself feeling uncomfortable or you have that feeling in your stomach, you know, that like butterfly feeling. Have you ever been like, do you remember back being in a classroom where, you know, the teacher calls on you and it's just like, boom, butterflies pit in your stomach, clammy hands. You know, when we find ourselves having that visceral and like by visceral, I mean like there's a bodily reaction, like you feel a reaction in your body, you get to take a deep breath and be like, okay, I just found the edge of my comfort zone. And that's pretty cool because sometimes we know what's outside of our comfort zone, but sometimes we don't. So opening up the journal, being real with yourself. Okay. And I'm going to share with you guys something that happened this morning and it's it feels kind of vulnerable because it took me off guard because I haven't felt this type of insecurity in a while. Um, so from dating a guy, so I've been dating a guy and we've been sending like good night and good morning text. And like last night I sent good night and he didn't reply. And then I woke up this morning and there was no good morning text. There was no good night text. And my mind instantly went into a spin of oh my God, he doesn't even like me anymore. This is it. This is that abandonment I knew was going to happen. Oh my God, I shouldn't have kissed him. I shouldn't have opened up my heart to him. And I felt my, I felt the train picking up speed, right? The fear, the, 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 okay, let's put these walls back up. It's better to protect yourself than to be hurt, right? This like martyr part of my personality started to come through of like, be unattached, be unattached. Like, don't get your heart involved, right? And you guys know, if you've been listening to me, that that is not how I view life. And that's not the standpoint. If I were to really connect with my highest self, that is not my highest self. And so I opened up my journal. I'm like, okay, what is going on? And it was just, it came right back down to the fear of abandonment. I'm afraid to get hurt. I'm afraid that I'm going to invest my, my emotions, my time into this, and it's going to be for nothing. And, you know, and it was just very, this worst case scenario, very dramatic dialogue and story I was creating in my head about this one effing text message, right? And so I opened up my journal and it was just like, what are you feeling? It's like, I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling worried. And, and it's like, okay, well, how can we flip it around and look at it from a different angle? You know, and as you start to put pen to paper, there's a higher self that starts to reveal herself, right? You know, what advice would I give to my friend? That's the easiest way to access that higher voice, that, that empowered, all-knowing, inner wise woman that we all have. You have an inner wise woman and 
I don't care what you say. She's there. She's in there because every woman has a nurturing part of her personality that comes alive, especially around children, right? So Hey, lovely, if you are ready to take the lead in your life, if you are ready to cultivate self-love that empowers you, inspires you, and allows you to take action on the things that really matter to you in your life, then Glow Self-Love Mastermind is open for enrollment. There is a link in the show notes that you could be able to join. This is a six-month mastermind that is for empathetic and spiritual women to come together to create sisterhood, to create empowerment, and to master our emotions. And it's not so much controlling them as it is surrendering to them and allowing for your feminine flow to guide you in your day, how to get into flow, how to create a meditation practice, how to be open to receiving everything that life has to offer. And so if that sounds good to you, there is a link below that you can schedule a free one-on-one call with me and we can be able to dive into your self-love journey. Here is what Jennifer has to say, a recent graduate of Glow Mastermind. I would say if you're on the fence and you're not sure if you should do it, why? <laughs> you're important. Your own life matters. Self-love is something that I think in society we don't appreciate as much as we should. And having gone through this course, it is so important that it's really I'm finding the uh, stem of everything else of work life of physical life of course mental health life and that is something that's so important i don't even want to think about um having gone through um this whole 2020 <laughs> without having that mental fortitude and clarity and tools um that i got from glow um because it's helped me so much so if you're on the fence investing in yourself is never a bad thing you're always gonna get a return out of it and when you invest in yourself you are also investing in the people in your life because when you're a better version of yourself it brings so much more clarity you're feeding the root of the tree like you are the root of the tree and that is what you're feeding and everything else is going to stem from it and it's going to be so abundant and amazing. So go for it. All right, now let's get back to the episode. What ended up coming out while I was journaling was, okay, I can feel this train headed in the direction of insecurity. I can feel this train headed down a direction I don't really want to go to. And the reason why it feels so uncomfortable is because it's out of alignment with what's true. And so I wrote it, I wrote, I wrote this down of, you know, I am feeling a sense of like self-worth, like oh my God, maybe I'm not enough. Maybe he doesn't like me enough. And just a total tailspin of fear. Um, But I got to turn it around. Instead of focusing on him, focusing on me. I am. I am. And letting my mind come through. I am a confident, worthy woman. I am loved and loving and lovable. I am. I get to relax. I get to trust the process. I get to take a step back. I get to focus on myself. I get to trust the process period. Whether this is relationships, whether this is you putting yourself out there for a new business idea that you have, maybe this is you having hard conversations with your family, you deserve to be heard. And first and foremost, you got to hear yourself out. 
I'm a big believer in minding our own business. There's our business, other people's business, and God's business. Or if God doesn't resonate with you, there's the universe's business, right? Those things in the future that we have no control over that we can try to plan or rationalize or predict. But the truth is it's wasted energy. Sure, sitting down and taking time to plan out the week and prioritize things, amazing. But then there comes a time that the planning is done and we now get to go into action mode. And so there's the same thing that goes with life. Like there comes a time where you can only do so much and you got to just enjoy the journey, trust the process. Um, A business coach that I had told me, she's like, if you can't enjoy the journey of building it, you're not going to enjoy the journey of arriving you know, and me being a very ambitious person, I've had to incorporate celebrations into my life. So I don't get stuck in the never enough syndrome. You know, who resonates with that where it feels like you get something done, but it feels like never enough. I want more. There needs to be more. Okay. Now that I've got that done, what else can I get done? And it's like this fun, adrenaline, addicting productivity thing that comes out. But the thing that happens when we get into the state of never enough, I got to do more, I got to do more. We will burn out and all of a sudden be like, well, why am I lazy now? I was motivated last week. Why am I lazy this week? And it's kind of a dangerous thing to simply categorize in such a black and white way of lazy or motivated. Like there's a lot of shades of gray there. It's not just being lazy or motivated. It's learning how to prioritize things in the day to make yourself proud and also learning how to say, okay, I've, I've shown up for myself. Now, how can I show up for myself in a different way, right? Self-care, you know, different things like that and letting it be enough so you don't burn out. So let's get back to the fear things. You know, when, when we start to write things down as, okay, what's coming through, we access the inner wise woman. And if you ever have a hard time connecting to her, just think, what would I say to my best friend? What advice would I say to my best friend? And maybe even visualize that friend that you have, or maybe you have a little sister or you have a sibling or you have someone that looks up to you. What would you say to them? It is the easiest way to have more of an objective perspective on things when we remove ourselves from the situation and imagine, okay, if this was someone else in this scenario, knowing what I know, what advice would I say, right? And so when that happened this morning, I was like, oh, I would say relax, enjoy the process. You're confident. You're a bad bitch. You're lovable. And you get to focus on yourself. I was feeling insecure because I was focusing too much on what if, what if, what if, what if. Like, oh, did I do something wrong? No, no. We get to not get caught up in the past and we get to be present. And so I decided to focus on what I can control. And what I can control is my responses, my reactions, my health, my nutrition, my mind. I get to mind my mind. You know what I mean? And anytime that we are approaching that that comfort zone and approaching out of it, there comes a moment where it's that deciding factor of, am I going to show up for this? Am I going to step out of my comfort zone or not, right? Because we you're going to survive no matter what, but it's just a matter of, feeling fulfilled in your life experience. And so I often have this like visual, this mental visual of the girl that is scared or fearful, you know, that's more chaotic. That's very much like, we got to make a decision right now. Like she's stressed out, chaotic of like, Hey, I see you. I can feel you're afraid. And I know it's just because you want to protect me, but I'm taking the wheel and you get to sit in the back seat. 
And so this is the journey of befriending our fear versus trying to beat her up and kick her out. Because if we try to beat her up and kick her out, she's going to just fight back. But if we love on her and say, hey, I know you're afraid, but you got to sit in the back seat. You don't get to drive anymore. Because where you're going to drive us to is not where I actually want to go, but where I'm going to drive us to is somewhere beautiful, it's abundant, it's expansive, it's, it feels like love. And, you know, there's so many cliche and cheesy things like everything you want is on the other side of fear, but it's true. It's totally true. And so think, what are some things that you've been wanting to do, but you've been afraid to do? Are you willing to take one step forward? And, and, and here's the thing too, if you are a very visual learner, if you're an ambitious person, you're very empathetic, then when you have an idea to do something, oftentimes you'll play it all out in your mind. What, what's the possibility? What's the realistic thing that's going to happen? And we start to squeeze the life out of an idea by pounding it with, well, what will happen if this happens? And if that happens and this will happen, and then this happens, that will happen. And then I'm going to be alone and everyone's going to make fun of me. You know, it, it, we go down this train of thought that doesn't serve us. And so whenever an idea comes to you, start training your mind to ask, what is step one? And the, the same, we, we strengthen this internal muscle of learning how to be present. And this is a very, um, it's a great way to practice that with our productivity, so to speak, is what's step one, because it forces us to be present and see, well, what step am I in? First and foremost, what step am I in with whatever it is that you're wanting to create, whatever it is that you're working on, whether it's your relationships, whether it's your uh, future business, whether it's something that's a hobby that you want to start making money on, what step am I in? And instead of feeling behind or being like, oh, trying to over predict and, and calculate things like that's just our ego wanting to have control and learning to trust the process is an art form. But the more and more we do it, the easier it gets because we start to get proof and see more and more like, okay, things are working out. Things do work out. It might not always work out in the way that I thought it would, but eventually it always does. Everything in life is, has a lesson to teach me and, and has, and, and, and wants to love me. The, the world is not here to punish you, but at the same time, the world is here to guide you and give you the things that is going to be best supportive in your personal evolution. So Befriending that fear is noticing there's a part of you that wants to feel protected and then allowing that other part of you to be like, no, we are protected. We are safe. We are here. And what step am I in? How can I take one step forward and allowing yourself to take the risk? Because oftentimes the worst case scenario will never happen. I read this study that said between 85 and 90% of the worries we have never happen. And so when you find yourself worrying, if you find yourself overanalyzing, slow down, take a deep breath, give yourself an I am affirmation. I am confident. I am worthy. I am powerful. I am. And then ask yourself, what step am I in right now? How can I show up for that step I'm in? And then what's the next step? And that's all you focus on. I don't want you focusing on step 10 when you're on step one. That just is, is using mental energy that's unnecessary, okay? So instead of trying to beat your fear, beat her to the ground, understand her, befriend her, comfort her, and tell her, hey, I hear you. I know you're worried, but I'm right here, and you don't get to drive anymore. 
because I'm driving and where we're going to go is way better than the safe, controlled, limited place that our fear wants to take us. You know, sure, it might be safer, but it's not a fully lived life. It's like staying in the median of like, I'm not going to get excited, so I'm not going to get angry, so I'm just going to stay in this middle in-between ground of blah, okay? Being open to the full spectrum emotions does open us up to, you know, joy and ecstasy and then pain and grief, right? But isn't it better to be available to all those emotions to be able to feel the full spectrum of life versus feeling numb and just kind of partially there, you know? And so... Just know that all emotions that you feel are safe. All emotions are safe to feel. One of the biggest jobs that we have is to not create additional stories around why we feel a certain way. If you feel anxious, be like, all right, I feel anxious. Okay, what do I need right now? Instead of, what does this mean? Why is this happening? Yes, naturally we're going to do that because our mind wants to close the loop. You know, if we have a question, we want to answer it. And so it's really hard to sit with the unclosed loop, you know, to something that's open of like, I feel like this and I don't know why. Our mind instantly is going to start searching for the answer. But if you can breathe into it and instead say, what do I need? And so the biggest thing for me, whenever I'm feeling anxious or just feeling like, ugh, like, what do I want to do? Am I going to go lay down for a nap because I'm not feeling inspired for anything? Is I'll drink a big cup of water drinking water and I will hold that water and I will give it a couple. I am like, I'm confident. I am loving. I am, I am worthy. I am powerful. I can, I can, I can, I speak it into the water and then I drink it. And I imagine drinking that confidence, drinking that love, drinking that power, drinking that worthiness and deservingness. <sighs> and then I often will go put my face in the sun. If you have availability to do that, even if it's just literally putting your face up to the window, I take a couple minutes and I imagine, okay, I've just drank in the water and now I'm going to soak in the sun. And this is literally like a five minute thing, right? Feeling the sun on my face, feeling like I have my eyes closed, looking up towards the sun and feeling that warmth. And I imagine that sun energy charging me up. Okay. And then it's like, okay, what step am I in right now? Instead of thinking and looking at all the steps, giving myself permission to focus on one thing at a time. Cause I am someone who's easily distracted, multi-passionate. I want to try everything, do everything, but I've gotten really good at putting my blinders on. You know, if something I've planned to focus on tomorrow is on the schedule for tomorrow, I'm not focusing on it today because I have time set aside for that tomorrow. And so Allowing yourself to be present with what is actually true and what is actually occurring right now. Not the hypotheticals, not the worst case scenario, not getting ahead of yourself. What is happening now? How can you give yourself love right now? What do you need? Right? Checking in with yourself, giving yourself permission to feel whatever it is you're feeling, but not stay there. We don't want to feel stuck in the emotions. We want to keep the emotions moving. So we can, there's four ways that you can keep emotions moving. So emotions are energy in motion. Whether you feel fear, whether you feel nervousness, whether you feel maybe like nothing, you know, where you're feeling like, I don't, I don't feel anything. I feel numb. You know, I've been there as well. The four M's, okay, this is what I'm going to leave you with on today's podcast. The four M's, movement, meditation, mantras, and music. Mantras, I am, I am, I am, anything that falls after I am. 
music. Oh my gosh. Put on your earphones, close your eyes and move your body. Imagine those emotions moving through your body. Allow for movement. Maybe movement is taking a walk. Maybe movement is riding your bike. Maybe movement is doing jumping jacks in your living room. Like, I don't know. It doesn't matter, but allow it to feel, allow it to feel good. And it's sometimes it's those things you got to give energy to get energy. For me, I need music. When I put on music, it moves me. It's like, oh, yes, yes, yes. So I'm very aware of what music I listen to to make sure that whatever music I'm listening to, whatever their message is, is something that's supporting me, right? And so, and then of course, meditation. Meditation is always, always, always going to help you shift whenever you feel stuck or hooked into a certain thought or emotion. It'll help you shift because it forces you to sit with it. But I like to use meditation with a focal point. So a focal point being your breath, counting your breaths, inhale one, exhale two, count until you get to 10. And here's the thing, your mind's going to wander like three or four times. And that is the art of meditating. When you notice the mind wanders, start again at one. When you notice the mind wanders, start again at one. For me, it sometimes will take me 10 minutes until I'll get to 10 because my mind will wander. And it's a beautiful practice of noticing versus judging, right? When you notice the mind has wandered rather than judging yourself, gently bring it back like a feather, gently bring it back. Um, so movement, music, meditation, and mantras. Um, you know, mantras is another word for affirmations, and so, yeah, those are the four M's that can help you move that stuck energy. Whenever you are feeling an analysis paralysis, you're feeling procrastinating, you're feeling fearful, if you're feeling stuck. Okay. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. You know, the fear inside is just trying to keep you safe and wants to hear from you, the adult you, like it's safe. I got you. We can do this. We have survived 100% of our worst days. Remember that. You know, write that in your journal. I have survived 100% of my worst days. I'm powerful. I'm strong. I'm loved and I'm loving and I'm so freaking lovable. Okay. All right, guys. I hope you have a wonderful day. I'm Kelsey Lowe. You are listening to Joyfully You podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, send it to a friend. Maybe take a picture of what it is you're looking at while you listen or, or take a screenshot and post it to your stories. Um, and another thing on Apple iTunes or Apple podcast, if you've never left a review and you've been loving this, that means the world to me is leaving a five-star review, writing something that, um, you know, what has benefited you by listening to the show, because that helps me grow my mission and my desire to impact the world with love and light. You know, my mission in this world is to empower and inspire women to love and lead, to lead themselves, to lead others. And, you know, that's what lights my fire. And so I would appreciate that if that, if you feel called to do so. Um, and I hope you have the most amazing day. I love you guys. And I will catch you on the next episode. Again, my name is Kelsey Lowe and you are listening to Joyfully You podcast and I'll see you later.